0: So, good morning, Monday Mindset, uh, good to be back. We uh, had a little hiatus there because traveling plans and dance nationals and crazy schedules didn't keep us totally in sync and that is okay, sometimes that happens. But good morning everyone, this is Carol so aka Nani Boss, live back on the Southeast Coast with
1: you. This does. Hey everyone. Uh, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 6.0 on this mindset Monday. And today is the 17th of July. And <laughs> obviously a lot of weather woes. And we were just recently chatting on the phone before we hopped on the video. Um, and I I know a lot of friends that are going through some travel woes that are in the southeast right now, trying to get back to the northeast. So um, and she said something really perfect there about um you know just some things that are out of our control and and i thought to myself that is someone who has packed her patience
0: yeah you do and you know anytime you travel you have to and a lot a lot of people you know i was actually witnessing a lot of i don't know if they're novice flyers or things that you know because we fly often that i take for granted um, so we had a very smooth flight, breeze, airway. It, it's a breeze. Uh, well, I know a, a few people have had some 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 minor delays here or there. We've only had really one delay with them. and It was about 20 minutes. So it was nothing that was too cuckoo. And then our second delay, um, which would, would have been, I think, our seventh flight with them, uh, we were 40 minutes behind. Uh, but that had to do with, because there were storms up north. And they thought they would have to possibly circle a little bit. So they had to make sure they had a- actually extra, flu- uh, extra fuel. So, but, you know, you're excited and you're on. What I, and so literally, like we had no issues uh, leaving out of Bradley today, but we do understand uh, that there are quite a few flights uh, with JetBlue that I know of <clears throat> that had some some issues from Bradley to let's see, West Palm, Bradley to Miami, and also Worcester to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, and these are uh, flights that were today and also tomorrow and Wednesday have been canceled. So I'm not really sure what that piece is about. I haven't uh, really looked into it, but I do know there were some issues. The other thing that when you're flying with the also packing your patients is really knowing your whereabouts, understanding, Uh, especially if you haven't flown in a while. So I saw at least one, two, three, four people on our breeze uh, flight this morning, which got off like a breeze. Uh, And we actually got in at 849. And I've already uh, completely unpacked because I'm only four miles from the airport. Uh, And on my second load of laundry and everything is the cats are all, you know, taken care of and and all that. So thanks to Joey who picked us up and took care of the cats for us. But People when they get on the plane, um, you should really be aware of your your seat number. Uh, so look at your boarding pass. Several people were trying to sit in other people's seats. Just thinking now, there is one airline I believe it's Southwest where you uh, actually get on board by your boarding order. So there's no seat assignments, but ninety nine point nine percent, most airlines do have a seating assignment. So with that, um, people were choosing other seats because they didn't want to be in the back. And so I was kind of watching the flight attendants kind of deal with that. Uh, Well, why can't I? Well, because your your boarding pass, you're legally have to sit where you've been assigned. Uh, If you wanted to change your seat, you could have done that, but you can't do it now. And it was a fairly full flight. So a lot of times if someone gets in the seat or they're uncomfortable, uh, most flight attendants are very helpful and say, Hey, let's see if there's any empty seats and see if we can uh, redirect you somewhere else. Um, Then actually John and I both had aisle seats and the woman next to him, you know, had a backpack on. She didn't take any of her stuff off. And you know, when you're in it with a backpack and it's, you know, on your back, it's, you know, I don't know, 12 to at least 18 inches width wise. So she's banging into people. She's trying to get into her seat and she can't because, you know, she and she goes, I don't want to sit here. This is on the wing. I, I don't want to be here. So, again, the flight attendant said, well, that's the seat that you're assigned and we are a tight fit right now. But if there happens to be any seats available, I'll let you know. But for now, she's well, what am I supposed to do? Well, you either stay in the aisle and block everyone else from getting to the seats, or you sit down until the flight attendant gets a chance to figure it out. So, of course, John and I just like, yay, And then there were people that just, again, not paying attention and sitting in the wrong seats. These individuals, not on purpose, um, that they just didn't bother to look. So then there was a backup of people getting on saying, wait a minute, those are my seats. No, they're not. Well, you're in the wrong row. Oh. Well, we didn't know, and so you know, then you get them have to come out and them trying to get so or the other piece of traveling. And I find this more and more with elderly people. I know elderly people sometimes feel that that kind of entitlement thing because they're older, and I sort of get that to a certain degree. Um, but we had six. Um, people on our plane that were were in wheelchairs. So everyone else that was not in a wheelchair that was probably similar age, decided what well, they're gonna get in the wheelchair line. And so they play, you know, the, the gate people are telling them, well, you weren't called, you're in boarding one, two, three, whatever it might be, but they're getting on. Well, they need special assistance. Well, I have a cane and they go, do you need assistance? And they're, well, no. Well, then you, you can't go on with that. But there's a rank to like, we get, you know, people traveling with small children. Uh, it's nice that they, uh, anyone that's active military gets to go on first. And I think for most people, when you're checking in luggage, you don't really care about getting on so quickly, but it's those of us and me included that would like to get on to make sure, especially if it's a full flight, you know, if I'm taking on a carry-on that's got to go above, you know, that you you know, hopefully get that because what happens is people in other rows get nervous and they may go backward or forward and not use their own thing above. So it's, it's funny how you noticed, I noticed it a lot today uh, that people were either not in sync or not paying attention or just thought they could switch things. And, you know, it's gotta be orderly. I mean, and that helps the flight attendants make sure that the cabin is secure, everyone's seated, so the pilots can do their job and get us to where we want to go on time.
1: Yeah, that is so true. You know, along with packing your patients, you really have to... Um, as you said, like pay attention, like check your boarding pass, or of course, a lot of people do it, you know, via their phones. But you know, make sure you're sitting in the correct area. It's I think always, excuse me, a good idea to review all that. It's almost as if you know, when the flight attendant as they're starting the taxing, and they go through their spiel on, you know, and they have to do that by FAA regulations. So kind of have your your own personal regulations. Okay, I have two carry-ons. What do I need to be aware of? Where am I sitting? You know, where am I situated? All that kind of stuff. And for me, it's, you know, um, of course, out of habit, I look to see where the exits are of course, uh, what bathroom may be closer? Is it the front one? Is it the back one? I mean, I try to avoid that, but you know just so that you know, because that it makes it just makes it a more calming kind of uh, transition for sure when you are traveling. Right. And then there's you know then the, the one,
0: one of the basic etiquettes you know, as well as to me, it's pretty much common sense. Is when you have people that are uh, departing. So now you've landed, and you know you want to get your belongings and say you were one of those ones that you know maybe it wasn't your fault that you had to put your over your carry carry on items on the overhead further down. Um, so we had a quite a large gentleman whose uh, three bags, not even one, three bags because he was traveling with two other people, were way behind him. So uh, you know, he got up and, you know, immediately went in the opposite direction. So people were like, you know, instead of saying, hey, you know, just FIA, I just want to get my luggage just over here behind me. Um, and it's just those little, little, little things that really make things for a smooth transition. And then the row in front of him I watched an elderly woman. So there she's next to the window, obviously three seats. So you got the window seat, center seat, and the aisle seat. The aisle person was already up because he's the first one to get out of that aisle, but he can't go any further because all the rows in front of him haven't moved, Uh, but he manages to get his carry-on from above out. The young uh, woman that was in the middle, she had her backpack. She also had something in the overhead, but hers was ahead of her, which is also a great idea if you can do that, because then you can Get out of your aisle right away. Go ahead and start moving if, if the line's moving and then grab it on the way out. Well, this particular woman behind her that was sitting in the window seat, same aisle, she said, You have to move. And so the, the girl was you know texting. She had, you know, ear earphones up. Excuse me? She said, I, I need to get my luggage. And she said, Where do you expect that I'm gonna go? I'm not even in the aisle. People in the uh, aisles beyond them were already standing obviously the people in the front were standing and slowly moving to exit she goes where, where would you like me to go I, I have nowhere to go you can't there's no way for you to get out and the woman was uh got quite indignant over that and again it's common sense where would you like these the two people that are in front of you and you can't like and she's hunched over because she can't even stand up right because she hasn't moved beyond the point of where the overhang is. And, you know, I, I gave a, an A plus to this young woman um, because she handled it with with grace and said, you know, ma'am, there's there's absolutely nowhere for me to go. you know, And, and the woman, it almost looked like at one point she was going to get on the seat and try to climb over her. And this was a woman probably, you know, I'm guessing in her 70s. Wow. Where Where do you think you're going to go? And then the woman got all like aggravated. And the point being is no one wants to be on the plane any longer than you have to. We all know that. I think we could all agree to that. One, it could be that you're excited because you, you know, you're on vacation or excited because you want to get home but at the end of the day you can't move any faster than the people that are in front of you so again it's those it's not even just i mean the 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 young woman packed her patience the other woman needed to pack not only patience but common sense <laughs> that seems that girl, to be the,
1: the that thing wasn't going anywhere yeah that seems to be the theme for a lot of things going on packing your patience and common sense for sure
0: yes now do you got any alerts because i have not like i said i've been we were in dance nationals for four solid days which was amazing congratulations to kathy taylor's dance studio that was their last hurrah because the uh she's 75 still very vibrant uh excellent teacher and instructor and owner but you know it's time for her to retire so the the studio closed so there was a lot of tears uh ray ray won one of her routines won uh her team's. Teams routine won national champ, so they were all excited about that. That was exciting. Saw some awesome. amazing talent, and uh, you know, obviously being in the chair in dance industry versus dance studio industry, uh, a four-day competition is a lot. I did lose my voice uh, cheering for for Reagan and, and her team, um, but yeah, it was it was a great event. And so, as far as getting updates. You know, the only updates I was getting were, you know, placements.
1: Well, of course, there are a lot of updates and there's a lot of updates in the political arena. And I'm not even going to go there because honestly, it's just not worth my time. But what I will say is that Tucker Carlson, of course, is um, has a potential deal going on with a conservative shopping app called Public Square for his new show on Twitter, according to CNBC. Um, And the tagline, of course, below that, the person wrote, you know what this means, a meltdown from Fox News is imminent because Tucker Carlson, there's also news out there that he's starting, of course, his own media company. So that seems to be um, a lot of the talk on um, Twitter again, uh, and a lot of, of course, videos that I'm getting all these cute things like of doggies eating their frosty plows and it's so adorable and then of course there's um I don't know who this person is but they're called referred to as at clown world and they show these hilarious videos and this particular one that I am looking at is actually in reference to um I'm not sure what the name of the group is, but it's another group that is blocking traffic and they sit there in the roadway. And of course, a few days ago there, I think it was, I want to say in Germany, I'm sure I'm probably wrong, were protesters doing the same thing, but they epoxied their hands to uh, the pavement. Oh, Lord. And needless to say, that was the big thing going on because, of course, emergency personnel had to be um, had to be called and some of them were told, uh, we're going to have to chop your hand off now whether they did or I mean just so anyways yeah that's some twitter news going
0: on but <laughs> hip stupid that's for sure
1: oh,
0: uh, that's- I, I'm all for protesting but like you know safety first uh, number one again know your surroundings and you know you're trying to make a statement you want to uh, in this case slow down the traffic so your voice is heard um, mm-hmm. but then you end up that you really need emergency services that or trying to find their way through the traffic jam that you've already caused for an emergency that you also created. So there's that.
1: there's that's true. But one kind of political thing that um, obviously has been in the news a lot, and it has something to do with the view and reference to a certain someone occupying 1600 whose son has a particular problem. Well, they have a view, they've cooked up a different type of conspiracy theory saying that um, it was planted to blame Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Well, you know, w- you know, in weather,
0: you know, I guess, I, you know, in some regards, I guess you, you that there's always that possibility. I mean, let's be real there is. But at the end of the day, um, I go back to that video from the night before. Uh, and he was obviously under the influence, whether and and because of there are certain traits of people that do use that substance uh, that they do. Uh, he was doing that. He has a history of it. So it's more plausible than not that it was his. It's more plausible, not that he was higher than a kite in this particular video. And as I stated, when I watched it, it, you know, I saw the obvious traits that he was doing. But what, what I was paying attention more was the uh, Dr. Jill um, with her. You, you know how you get women are very good at this. You know, when they're really, they're a little pissy they are irritated uh, and they are annoyed, but they're also trying at every ounce of their being to deal with their wrestling of the anger or whatever's going within them internally because they really wanna just probably take the flip-flop and hit someone's head over the, you know, take the flip-flop and hit someone's head, right? Well, her body language, uh, as well as her facial expressions, you could see how very um, annoyed would be a very calm word to say. She was very annoyed, which how could annoyed be calm? Um, because I've got other choice words that I would put in my thought process if I wanted to say them on the air, but I don't. She was po'd at her son. She um, just uh, beyond wanted to wring his neck (laughs) and you see that as she turns to look at him and there's her husband you know grabbing her hand and trying to get her to you know obviously he's got moments of you know that he's present and it was pretty obvious that she was p.o to want to wring his neck and so he he puts his hand on her hand trying to get her because they're on a balcony trying to get her to look back at the crowd kind of thing and she just, she looked over his shoulders as he's exiting and, you know, wiping his nose. Um, she was not happy. So while women have a tendency that they can really kind of hide that stuff, there are some moments that you, you as, as hard as you're trying to not show an outward, like, I want to wring his neck, um, you, you can still tell. And it was pretty obvious. she was. She wanted to uh, slap him So, like,
1: yeah, that there's you know a lot of chit chat, you know, to catch up on, but those I thought were um definitely some of the highlights and you know to keep your composure, especially when you are in the public limelight like that, you know, uh, of course i've I've witnessed that that I should say I viewed that video. <laughs> several times and I know exactly what you're talking about um and just for a moment you know think about what it took for her really not to react in a manner that perhaps she would have behind closed doors I mean um wow that that's all I'm going to say about that is wow yeah yeah,
0: it was. But it is Monday mindset. And it's, you know, you come off from a weekend. In our case, we come up from, you know, a, a great week with the with the family and trying to re re-engage, go getting focused to what you, you get done. And you know, a lot of people will say, Well, you know, you have this so much energy. Uh, yeah, I do, because obviously we talk about nutritional deficiencies, but it's also a commitment and a mindset that you're determined that what you know you know what your day is plan it accordingly um i'd already planned i didn't have my journal uh or my planner with me but i kind of planned it out in my head so i knew look at i've got a b and c to accomplish once i get home get that stuff i mean i i don't know how many of you do this when you travel and then you get home like oh it's just so good to be home and then you know the luggage stays where it is and you don't get it done that drives me kooky I, I like I needed to be back in my normal space, which would include getting rid of all the luggage. You know, I only had um, not a lot of laundry, but I still had you know two loads I had to get done between what, what I left behind. So for me, I like, I want to get all that stuff done so like my schedule is cleared. Knew we had uh, say our our podcast, and I've got to help out some customers, and and you know just catch up on a little bit of paperwork. So how do you gear your mindset to say, you know what? I've got to get back in the group. I got to get back into my my routine. And I I just decided I wasn't going to think. I was just going to do. And a lot of people say, well, you got to think of what you're doing. You do. But I had already kind of prearranged it in my brain. Get home. Immediately unpack. Don't even think about anything else. Get the laundry started. Get everything put away. Don't just take it out of the suitcase. Actually, hang it up. Put it back away. All your cosmetics, your toiletries, all that stuff. So I was determined, and I was determined to do it uh, by 10, 15 is what I had in my head, and I actually got it done 10.05. Um, and that was in record time, because I was just like, I'm going to do it. So now I can say, now I can dive in to my normal routine, uh, and while maybe you know, the podcast is a little bit later and I've got a few other things that are going to be a little bit later, I'm still on course. And I think in order to make yourself not go cuckoo, uh, you have to have a, a mindset that's going to kind of map it out, whether you have to write it down in a journal, whether you got to write it down to your planner. And while I didn't plan out the entire week, um, I had it somewhat scheduled before I left. So I wasn't going to come in and scramble To say, oh my God, I didn't, you know, it's Monday mindset. I always plan on Sunday. I didn't plan on Sunday because I was visiting with family. So how am I going to do that? So I did a kind of a rough draft. So now I can go in and okay, I got to tweak this time for this appointment, whatever it may be. And that comes with a commitment. And when you're committed, you will know that your mindset naturally flows with that commitment because you're declaring it. You're going to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it done despite distractions despite, you know, my r- normal routine is a little out of whack uh, and just hop right in, hop right into wherever you can to start that normal day of what you want to accomplish, but whether that includes your errands, like the things that you would normally do. So uh, I'd giving myself a, you know, I would say I can give myself an A uh, for keeping uh, motivated and on point with my mindset to make sure I got done when I wanted to get done, by the time I wanted to get done, AAA.
1: Yeah, and, and there you go, and, and that's great, because, you know, part of the thinking process of mindset, of course, is just doing it, and I always correlate it back to kickboxing. One of my instructors one time said, don't just think about Doing a jab cross, just do it like connect your body with that. It's all about the connection aspect of it. And on that note, you know, let us know what you're up to on this Mindset Money Monday. We would love to hear from you. Go to our website www.tosistas.online. Send us in a voicemail. My name is Janice, aka One 6.0, and I'm with two sisters and this is carol so aka nonny boss glad to get back
0: in the driver's seat of getting back to my routine as i hope all of you are doing remember you know write things down uh, set those goals for yourself get your mindset in a positive way so when you may have to triumph over something or you've got to renegotiate renavigate uh that you're not so frazzled uh women are very strong men are very strong but there are times where we're like eh! you want to ring that neck. Well, you can prevent that by using some common sense and making sure that you're not even overscheduling, which is another reason why some people's mindset gets gets a little nutty because they're overscheduling themselves. You know, Schedule what you think you can do uh, as well as have success at what you're going to do. And with that, we will see you tomorrow for Triumph Tuesday. You take care, everyone. Have a great day. Bye-bye.
1: I-